The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. Hello and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. How are you, Miss Simi? Doing great. I made my own burger this time, so I'm not disappointed with delivery. Oh, yeah. Where did... <laughs> first, so first, first off, like I did the same thing about a month ago. <laughs> I wanted some pizza. Bad. Like, <laughs> real bad. And overpaid for the pizza and the delivery, and that joke mm-hmm. was like, wah, 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 wah. Yep. First of all, I ordered a double. These hoes gave me a single. <laughs> it was too small. I was like, these buffalo fries and buffalo eggs. This is bullshit. I was so mad. I was pissed. I ate it because one, I was hungry, and I was like, fuck off. I paid like $25 for this shit, so I'm gonna eat it. But I was mad. <laughs> I was angry. I was like, mm, I waited an hour for this shit. Right. I was like, this this burger's about to hit. I'm excited. I got these buffalo fries coming. This burger's gonna hit. I'm gonna be so happy. No. Unhappy. Uh, Unsatisfied. It's a chain, a local restaurant. What? It was it was kind of like um I don't know if they have it where you're it's like cluck you chicken or whatever. Never heard it's of it. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of like a chain. It's mostly like around like college, like towns and stuff. Okay. Their chicken is usually really good, and they're like um, chicken sandwiches and stuff. But they also have burgers, and usually those are pretty good as well. But like to that night, it wasn't hitting, and I don't know if it was because <laughs> they were just really busy or some shit. But I was like, yo, this sucks. <laughs> I should have gone to Burger King, but I didn't want to leave my goddamn house. <laughs> and that was a problem. Next time, I'm just going to leave my house. Or I'll just buy the burgers, which which is what I did. And I seasoned it myself. And I made it a double like I wanted to. And I added some avocado on those bitches. And that was delicious. Well, anybody who's old enough. <sighs> um, if you know the Eddie Murphy joke, it's like, <laughs> what? You know how to make a burger better than McDonald's? Mama. <laughs> and then, you know. <laughs> She's like, and your mama makes the burger with the onions, and da, 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 oh. and then if you don't have no bun though, you got white bread, and then you put the ketchup on it, and the ketchup be running through, and then next thing you know, the hamburger be all on you. Exactly. Well, this is the NXT cast. We're brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also listen to us through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, you know, all of the podcast catchers that you use to listen to your various podcasts. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Look for the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign and the NXT cast will show up in your queue each and every week. Well, Miss Simi, we have got an action-packed show today as we have to review the NXT In Your House that took place this past Sunday night. So thank you to everybody who used the hashtag CastTakeOver and also joined us in the Twitter spaces and shared their commentary with color on the takeover from this past Sunday. So we get things started with Naomi Fox. Don't know who that is, mm-hmm. but me neither. She's a nice young black female artist and was singing the theme song for the event. So she got yeah. off. I mean, I was it, like, sure. 
it wasn't, it wasn't poppy, but you know, it was still yeah. good. We're we're here for you know young black girls, so hey. Right, right, always here, always. Here. Um, we what? Hold on. What? Oh. Ray Mysterio to challenge Roman Reigns inside Hell in a Cell on tomorrow's SmackDown. Yep. Why? Some Vince just did a one eighty. Like, that's weird. Yeah, trying to get the ratings up, I guess. So they Don't they're supposed to face each other that hell anyway? So on why? Sunday? Yeah, I don't know why they're doing it early. I don't know. Some shit. It's going to be some shenanigans. Yes, yeah, you happen. know it. <laughs> you know it. Mm-hmm. Um, shenanigans are afoot. Uh, what was very significant about this event this takeover event was mm. they had like full capacity here at the uh, Capitol Wrestling Center. Uh, they had oh, yeah. 300 fans there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were masked up though. They were told they had to wear their mask. And uh, Good. yeah, but we'll talk about their effect on the show later. Uh, uh-huh. Pitt and Gill <laughs> welcomes us to the show. And so we start the night with MSK and Bronson Reed. Taking on Legado del Fantasma. Uh, this is the winner take all uh, match where all the titles that are uh, belong to the baby faces, the tag team titles, and the North American title are on the line uh, in this particular match. Escobar manages a Mikanochu driver on Bronson Reed for a two count. That was quite the feat. Uh, Carter gets <laughs> caught in the Russian leg sweep running boot combo to the face. That's when Wesley dives in from the ramp to make the save for a pretty cool uh, near fall. But that's when Bronson Reed comes back in to wreck things. The big charge. <laughs> so Escobar is on the outside. He goes over to the timekeeper's table and he's looking at the North American title lovingly, caressingly. And then Bronson Reed came out of nowhere and bum rushed him through the whole set this time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> through the fencing and everything, that leaves Joaquin Wild to take the blockbuster heart attack. That's when Big Bronson Reed as the tsunami, and MSK and Bronson Reed retain their titles with the victory over Legado del Fantasma. This was a banger of a match. This was the match. I was like, okay, guys, here we go. This is setting the tone. These hoes flipped over everything. There was that one spot where they're like. Everybody flip now. One, two, three. Tsunami. Everybody. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> this was a lot. I enjoyed this so very much. Turned it out. They turned it out like I knew they would. Great match. Very exciting. I was very, very happy <laughs> about this whole thing. Again, Wesley. Mmm. Gary. Gary. That corkscrew <laughs> thing that he does, I was like, yeah, that's too many spins. <laughs> it was great. I love this match, though. But, you know, they, they just get me. When they get to I'm like, mm, you have a history? You have a history. Please be careful. Earlier in the day, we see Kyle O'Reilly nearly get into a fight with the way. Where? Mm. The most dangerous place <laughs> in wrestling, the NXT parking lot. But luckily... Oh. Security just happened to be roaming around, and mm. they uh, were able to break it up. Oh, poor William Regal! Did, did you see Alistair Black? No. About that, like, yeah, you gotta be mm. careful when you coming across that NXT parking lot. <laughs> 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 I love that. That's so funny. Um, Hideo Hitami. Um, there's, oh. there's, there's, uh. Who was that? Uh, was it Jasmine Duke that uh, me and you caught in the parking lot? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And Malcolm Bivens was like, police? Yeah. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I like to report an assault. <laughs> um, so, in a little funny skit here, Todd Pettengill is trying to throw us to a video, as in a VHS yeah. tape, of Zia Lee losing to Mercedes Martinez in the 2017 May Young Classic. That's when our girl, Mackenzie Mitchell, says, everything's all digital now. Stephanie calls her Stephanie Wyan. Um, a lot of people wouldn't get that, but that was like his co-host mm-hmm. and his um, 
when he did the studio show. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so that was a little funny skit right there. <laughs> um, I like to, even though it's like 37 minutes long, mm-hmm. you need to watch a little bit of the What's Next they did on uh, Sunday with Mackenzie okay. Mitchell and Alicia, uh, Alicia Taylor. Okay. So they have Legado del Fantasma as their first mm-hmm. guest. Then mm-hmm. they have The Way. Uh-huh. And so, like, you know how their set is all bootleg, right? They they got yeah, like, yeah. Those road boxes and shit. So they don't really have uh-huh. enough room for everybody on the way. So they have to make Johnny sit in his little chair in front. And he's like, what's this? What's this? So, you know, they're, they're just ad-libbing everything to death uh, there. Because you know how, uh, you know, Mercedes is always like, or Mackenzie's always trying to like get Indy to give her the beans on. Yes, you know yes. And, mm-hmm. and Johnny's always like, no, no, talking. <laughs> no girl talk. Right, right. <laughs> and so then um, Triple H is like their final guest. He's like the main guest or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they have this like little boom, it's like a blow up boom box. And oh they're, god! And they're using it to like press the button, and they're supposed to play like Triple H's music and shit, right? So he comes out to that, uh-huh. and so Alicia Taylor sits oh the boombox down, but it uh-huh. fell off the little road case. <laughs> and I mean, it's like, oh no! <laughs> and she's like looking around, like, oh wow, you know how she's got that <laughs> big hair and those big eyes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Triple H is like, uh, I think something's on fire. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I had to watch this. <laughs> yeah, it is hilarious. That show is good, man. Those two are funny as hell. Oh, I have to watch this. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I spent my Sunday getting ready for this. It's like 40 minutes long, but it is really good. It's really funny. Um, our next matchup saw Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. Something like a Razor's Edge Dominator uh, type of move from Mercedes Martinez gets a two on Zia Lee. Martinez, Martinez then hits a running knee to the face to send Zia to the outside. Boa's distraction doesn't do much for Zia Lee, who is then backdropped onto the floor. Back in, Mercedes Martinez loads up the air raid crash, but Zia Lee slips out, and then she hits a spinning kick to the head, and she pins Mercedes Martinez in what I would call kind of an upset. Yeah. Considering their history. Mm-hmm. Um, after the match, Zia Lee grabs a chair, but Mercedes Martinez takes it away from her and hits Boa with it first, then adds some chair shots to Zia Lee, putting her down. So she walks up the ramp. She didn't learn from what Kata Carter did. She, uh, she walked up to... Mei Ying and they have a stare down. That's when uh, Mei Ying reaches out and grabs Mercedes Martinez in the tonguing death grip. Um, Mercedes hits her with some weak chair shots, but it doesn't really affect her. So she kind of like lets go of the grip, regrabs the grip, and then Mei Ying tosses Mercedes Martinez off the stage into the cage wall and left her land. Ooh, Lord. I was at Mercedes. No, just leave the ring. She's an entity. You can't beat her. <laughs> this was a really, really good match between these two. But the crowd so didn't good. think so, though, at all. But, well, mm, well, whatever then. Okay. I enjoyed this match. Yeah. It was crickets. Um, there were crickets for another place, too, but we'll talk about it. But I enjoyed this match a lot. I liked how they, they kept, like, each of them like trying to take out each other's arms and take out each other's like legs and stuff to stop the striking. Mm-hmm. This was really good. I enjoyed it. Tomasa Champa and Timothy Thatcher are really fired up to fight the grizzled young veterans on Tuesday. So we're getting a lot of TV show elements into the yeah. particular takeover that we usually don't see uh, from takeovers. Uh, Ted DiBiase, he narrates a video on the history and the value of the million dollar title. It matters the most because it costs the most. And now it's time to find someone to carry on its legacy. That will either be Cameron Grimes or oh, L.A. Knight. And they're going to fight for <laughs> Let me talk to you. In a ladder match. <laughs> <laughs> I just really like doing that. <laughs> I need that on a shirt. 
So when I like I'm a and I would specifically wear it to a bar. <laughs> just find some pretty girl and just point to my shirt. Just keep pointing to my shirt. You should have a recording of when he says No, don't do that. Gonna, she's gonna run away, don't do that. <laughs> but I would enjoy it. <laughs> I just really like saying, let me talk to you. <laughs> it makes me really happy. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm back. <laughs> LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes. Million Woo! dollar title ladder match. Mm-hmm. Uh, fight to the floor with Cameron Grimes being sent into a ladder, which he climbs in a hurry. Cameron Grimes climbs onto the set and then he does a crossbody dive down onto LA Knight. Uh, which looked like a pretty rough landing for Cameron Grimes because he landed like yes. knees first. He didn't like, yeah, he didn't get himself parallel uh, to the floor. And yeah, that was a little rough landing. Uh, Knight gets knocked down and he gets hurricane rotted out to the floor again. That lets Cam- Cameron Grimes climb the ladder, but LA Knight knocks him over. Um, so basically, they he had like a ladder bridge set up where he had one ladder shoved into another ladder, one ladder going straight up. One ladder going horizontal, and they made like a bridge, and Cameron Grimes got tossed off of the ladder onto that ladder bridge on the ramp over the ropes. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. it looked bad. It looked like it hurt a lot. Uh, That's when L.A. Knight climbs the ladder to success, and he pulls down the million-dollar title for the win. And Ted DiBiase presented L.A. Knight with the title. This was a banger of a match so many times i was like cameron just climb the rope just climb the ladder climb the ladder don't get the gold one just climb the regular one <laughs> this was so good when they both got the ladders and bethany was like it's gonna be ladder jousting <laughs> and they literally started jousting this was really good this was like la Knight's like best match that i've seen to date honestly this was really good i enjoyed this a lot it was really fun I love ladder matches, though. They make me really happy. Cameron Grimes got the crowd back. Yeah, he did. Because he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit row. Yeah. Interrupts Hot Peyton Gill's merchandise shilling and plugs their new song. Hit row. <laughs> um, you know, they got like all types of, you know, songs and shirts and everything like that. Yeah. So they like trying to get this money. So that was cool. <laughs> I love that. They were like, no, 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 not that. Hit Row time. <laughs> Gave him the shirt. <laughs> Got the record that you can see on all streaming platforms. Uh, on Apple. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> this was great. I liked them Did a lot. Did you see the commercial for the TikTok? The WWE TikTok um, <laughs> um, account that has them in it? No. Yeah, so they did like a whole, whole like commercial. Through all three brands, different people and stuff promoting mm-hmm. their TikTok channel or TikTok account. It's oh, cool. yeah, it's pretty cool. I feel like I watch that. You may be able to watch it on YouTube, maybe. Hmm. Uh, Let's we, take a gander. <laughs> we get a recap of Ember Moon challenging Raquel Gonzalez for the women's title. Ember Moon has been back for a little while now and wants the title back. Gonzalez is ready to destroy her to continue her legacy. But the eclipse is a very dangerous weapon. Let me blow your mind right quick. Uh huh. Guess who Raquel Gonzalez is dating? Who? Just give me a guess. Just give me a guess so I can so I can really just blow your mind. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, mm, are they part of WWE? They. Kinda were, kinda are. They were. Um. You got nothing. No, I got nothing. Who is it? Braun Strowman. Get the fuck! <laughs> no. What? Yep. Huh? Uh 
Uh-huh. That's what I told. That's Mo to the underscore reason. The Mo Meltzer news segment for the Rawcast basically was like uh, somebody was, uh, uh, you know how she does that thing with her back or whatever? Yeah. And somebody like tweeted Braun Strowman or something. Some dude was like, her back muscles are bigger than yours. And then Braun Strowman was replied that yeah her dick's bigger than yours too ew because Bron- first of all because <laughs> Braun Strowman is a crass individual but yes apparently they're dating what <laughs> I told you it was going to blow your mind this is like finding out tags is black <laughs> what <laughs> Just like Eve during the versus the other night. Very, very what? good. If you guys did not see the Trina versus Eve versus. I did not. Uh, it was I very, didn't see it. It was very good. Ooh. It was very good. It's a lot of positive vibes, good energy. It was nice. definitely a, not a Monica Brandy situation. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like I told my friend who I was watching this with, I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, Monica and Brandy. She was like, they had. A, I was like, yeah, I had a bunch of negative energy. She was like, yeah, it's like Brandy's still mad, and but she knows Monica is just too hood to run up on like that. So she's just gonna yeah, stay mad. <laughs> because she's punched her in the face before, and I know I'm sure Brandy remembers. So <laughs> yeah, and Monica hangs out with actual goons and killers. So yeah, yeah. Those are just. They don't call her Gunica for nothing. Yeah, those. Are, yeah, those are her friends. She hangs out with on like weeknights. <laughs> yeah, she said it on so gone. Kick down your door and smack your chick. Don't mess with Gunica, please. <laughs> uh, so after that little detour, uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon women's title match, NXT women's title match, the Eclipse connects, but Dakota Kai out there being the Baby. good friend that she is uh put right. Ronkel Gonzalez's foot on the rope. Oh, that was a it was a great one too. It's like one, yeah, two and a two. half swing. <laughs> exactly. Uh let's talk about I like the way Dakota had her hair crimped up. Yes. It looked really good fashion cast hashtag fashion mm-hmm. cast. It looked really good. I like that a lot. I think she should right. go with that look a little more often. And that pink against the like the all black. Right. right. Yum. Well, that brings out our fave, Shotzi Blackheart. And so, as I say all the time, when these two wrestle each other, oh, it's looking real AKA-ish on my TV screen right now. Pink and green. Or also, fairly odd parents. I cannot think. (laughs) That's Cosmo and Wanda just fighting. (laughs) So, uh, Shotzi chases off. Dakota Kai as Ember Moon Tornado DDTs Raquel Oof. Gonzalez onto the ramp. That looked rough. Uh, yeah. So that gets a two count. So Ember Moon tries a head scissors only to get caught in the snake eyes and then followed that up by the lifting power bomb. And Raquel Gonzalez retains the NXT women's title. Ooh, this was good. Yo, Ember Moon, she she's back because yes, she's she looks great. In the ring, that rust is gone. Right. She she busted off. <laughs> this was a really really good match. I really enjoyed this. A lot of close calls because I, I was like, ooh, and we're gonna get oh shit, oh snap. It was really good. And again, Dakota coming in clutch with that foot, loved it. So good. Uh, top Petting Gill is playing karate fighters with Dexter Lewis, <laughs> but he makes the mistake of asking Dexter about his love life. Loomis stops the <laughs> game. He crushes one of the fighters, and then Todd declares him the winner. He won. Oh, I didn't see this on the Peacock replay, which I despise. I despise Peacock. Oh yeah, Peacock is a is a is their their joint is not good because when I watch it over with my computer, I can't mm-hmm. take the word. I can't take the border down. You know how it tells you the time and what's playing yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. When you watch it in the large screen view for yeah. you know projecting to your TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got four hours worth of freaking border up there. It's like, oh gosh, this isn't good. This is definitely right. a, a, a setback from where the WWE network had gotten itself to. Yeah. 
I hate it. Even when you want to like try to find the playback, you can't just go to NXT Takeover and just look at the latest one. It'll give you all the old ones. I gotta like freaking search for it, and I'm like, I can't. If I had to pay for this shit, I would be pissed. Thank God it's free for me. <laughs> Because if I had to give you 99 of my good black dollars for this bullshit, I would have pissed. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm paying 999 for it. And, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, alternative means are great, but, you know, it's yeah. it's iffy. You know what I'm saying? You, right. That long of a show, you're going to have to go through multiple streams, especially mm-hmm. with the WWE show because there's so many people watching it. Right. Um, and, you know, people like to share where they're watching it at and then all of a sudden it gets taken down and you have to boot different servers and yeah i mean it's a lot to be able to enjoy things through alternative means if you have to (laughs) so for this you gotta get there so much just to do illegal things god damn it (laughs) so so for this wwe programming we'll just suffer with the bad interface on peacock yeah yeah but (sighs) i'm not paying y'all no 50 dollars so no i'm not alternative means yeah, because no. <laughs> you watch your goddamn mind. Uh, I'm not doing it. I will be attending your live show in Queens, but I'm not paying uh, $50 for your pay-per-view. Are we going to have a live in-person review for the dark match in a few weeks? So that'd be cool. Yep. Oh, so you're going to the Flush and Meadows joint? The tennis court joint? Except- they haven't given me a jersey one, so yeah. <laughs> oh, that's going to be sweet. Yeah. It's going to be the first I'm ever excited. wrestling match held at the uh, U.S. Open, the Billie Jean King. Uh, oh. Complex, uh, and they're going to be on the Arthur Ashe Center Court. Yeah, they're going to on the tennis court. So that's going to be yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be like uh, maybe two weeks after the U.S. Open in September. So. Oh, yeah, you're getting fine. A, yeah, you're getting a very special event there, ma'am. Yeah. Very historic. Listen, I know. All I don't these. need any COVID strains to just don't don't you do it. I I know all this because I I get the press releases from them and I oh read, okay okay read it in the in the whole thing so yeah that's how I knew so many facts. Um, uh-huh. So we recap what's bringing us to our NXT title match with Karrion Cross defending against. <laughs> Uh, most of the main event scene. Karrion Cross mm-hmm. wants to fight everyone at once, and it has been near chaos as everyone wants to go after each other. Uh, Johnny Gargano is on his way to the ring, and he sees Shotzi Blackheart having to be held back from Dakota Kai and Raquel... <laughs> Shotzi and Ember having to be held back from Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. William Regal is just not... <laughs> Going <girl>. through it. <laughs> <laughs> that poor man... <laughs> It's been like three weeks of him just having to stop fights. He's too old for that. <laughs> so here's our title match. Karrion Cross versus Pete Dunne oh, versus Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, baby, versus Kyle O'Reilly for that NXT title. Cross Doomsday Saito suplexes Dunne and Cole at the same time. The cross jacket choke is countered with a snap finger, and then there's a one final heartbeat to drop Pete Dunn. Carrying Cross is back up with the cross jacket choke to Gargano, but that's broken up as well. Cal O'Reilly hits the top rope knee drop to Cross with Cole making the save. Adam Cole then gets pulled into Cal O'Reilly's heel hook, but Carrying Cross grabs the cross jacket, cross jacket choke on Kyle O'Reilly, who eventually fades and passes out. And Karrion Cross retains the NXT title. Mm-hmm. So, you know how we were saying the crowd with, with the Xylia and Mercedes Martinez match? Mm-hmm. Every time Applesauce came into that ring, the crowd went dead. Because when it was Johnny and Adam, when it was Pete and Adam, when it was Kyle O'Reilly and Adam, when it was any, any of those four, any combination of them in the ring, crowd, wild, jumping, screaming, oh my God, whoa, Karen Cross came, crickets. When he won, nada, there was, again, crickets. There were like three boos. Everybody else was just like, all right, we're done. Because the man is boring as fuck. Every time he was in that ring, it was, it got boring. That's why he wasn't in the match for like the majority of it. The majority of that match, she was on the outside somewhere. 
so we could get, you know, freaking Johnny Slingshot Blade and um, freaking Kyle O'Reilly with his MMA shit and all the last shots and Panama Sunrises that Adam Cole wanted to do and all the breaking of the fingers. When that man got in that ring, crickets, mm. crowd, dead, because he's boring. He's stale. <laughs> We do not like him. Please, why did he win? Uh, very interesting that Kyle O'Reilly took the loss again in the time. Right, what the hell? So I was like, are you kidding? That's three times that he's went for the title in some capacity, twice against Finn, now against Karrion Cross, and he's lost all three times. I don't so, like that shit. <laughs> very curious about the booking there. Um... Yeah, this the format of this match was carrying cross, get a few moves in, then we remove carrying cross and let the other four go at it for five, mm-hmm. seven, eight minutes. Then carrying cross comes in, does a couple of big man moves, and then they manage to run him off again. So yeah, um, you know, it was a like you said, a match that had two different pacings to it. Um, there was the pace when carrying cross was. A part of the match, and then there was the pace when Karrion Cross was not a part of the match, and uh, yeah, they they don't. It, it's just such a contrast, um, and yeah. the fluidity of the match and the interest of the match. Like you said, crowd mm-hmm. being into, um, you know, the four of Gargano, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Pete Dunne, and then kind of being lukewarm whenever Karrion Cross would have a senior. So. Uh, Karrion Cross and Scarlett, they pose with the title after the match. We think that we're getting the end of the show, but then that's when we cut to William Regal leaving the uh, Capitol Wrestling Center. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell get an interview with him. He says, first, he has never seen such Bellum in his time in NXT, and maybe it's time for a change. Uh, he's got the Denzel single tier uh, foreman, and he walks off to end the show. Oh, Regal. He's tired. He's so tired. (laughs) (laughs) So, my thought on this takeover was this. Mm -hmm. If this would have been the Great American Bash, which they're promoting, it's coming up on July 6th Mm -hmm. on USA, 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. Cheap plug. (laughs) Then we would have been talking about, man, that might have been the best regular show of NXT in the history of the company. Yeah. But because it was TakeOver, mm-hmm. we have a certain expectation, a certain bar, and yeah. this came in below the expectations and the bar. Yeah. It had really good matches, but it was just, it was something. A little... Mm. Maybe the backstage it, they, they shot a lot of angles and they usually don't yeah. shoot angles at takeover it's like you know this is blow off everything serious but they had a lot of they had a lot of angles yeah i mean i guess it was like to set up for like what's gonna happen what happened on wednesday but it was it was a lot of like a lot of backstage things it usually is just like match 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 maybe one story mm-hmm. and just match 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 so it was just like mm. the matches were great. I think, yeah, I think it was like the fact that there was it was so many so many backstage angles, mm-hmm. and the way it was shooting, it was like there were people fighting, and then the person who's gonna like go up that would just like walk by, like it's I don't know, like like it's nothing. And I guess maybe NXT it would be nothing because people would be getting fisticuffs all the time, but right. it was still like <laughs> <laughs> it was a little weird. So I think that's what was like kind of throwing it off par for the course in NXT with everybody brawling here lately. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, it's another day. (laughs) So now that brings us to this week's edition of NXT, the television show on USA. Uh, We open, of course, with a recap of TakeOver. Now, here comes William Regal. He's in the ring for a promo. Regal talks about being with NXT from the beginning, including starting at the commentary desk for the first TakeOver. He says NXT has grown throughout the last few years and they have gone around the world, including to his hometown of Blackpool, England. Uh, Regal gets a bit emotional as he talks about everything that NXT has done for everyone involved here. He thanks everyone who took them to San Jose, 
uh, Houston and Brooklyn and Portland, but now there is so much chaos around here. Regal doesn't think he is capable of giving us what we deserve anymore, so it's time for him to be interrupted by Karrion Cross and Scarlett. Karrion Cross says he knew this was coming because he was going to control NXT with chaos and violence. He wants Regal to leave and admit that Cross has won. And here comes dun 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 dun, dun the ret- yeah! Samoa Joe. Yes. <laughs> the rumors mm-hmm. started early or at the end of last week, like Sunday night, Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon, that well actually it was Saturday during the uh yeah it was sunday during the the the, the in your house that uh Mm -hmm. triple h had reportedly plucked samoa joe off the main roster scrap heap he said hey they don't have nothing for you but i got something for you come on back to nxt samoa joe took him up on his offer and he is here oh so uh, i didn't let myself believe the rumors because i was like i don't nope not going to give myself hope. You guys are playing games with me, so I'm not going to believe it. And then that music hit and my heart soared. <laughs> yes! So Karrion Cross is looking a little worried in the ring. Regal mm-hmm. says Samoa Joe should be the new general manager. Joe understands what is going on, but he is absolutely not accepting the job. He says Regal has cast a large shadow for seven years. And yes, while Joe made his job a nightmare, he always treated him with respect. And now he would like to make sure that Regal receives the respect that he deserves. Regal finds this intriguing, but says Joe cannot be a competitor and cannot lay his hands on anyone unless he is provoked. Joe, Joe accepts and asks why Cross is still in this ring. Joe says, tick tock, young champion. The fans then sing the goodbye song as Cross and Scarlet leave. Yes! Karen Cross must be tired of getting sunned every fucking week. I know he's tired, but guess what? You deserve it because you're bad. Yes! The crowd, again, no reaction for Karen Cross. And then Samoa Joe came out and they went <laughs> freaking wild. I saw his eye because he kind of looked at them. And I was like, see, this is what a champion is. This is what it's like for people like you. This is it. And when they started going, Joe is going to kill you. I was like, exactly. Exactly. Oh, I was so happy to see him back. So happy to see him back when he went. And what, what are you still doing in the ring? I was like, ask him again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, I'm so happy. I was so happy. Another one, again. Joe, steal Scarlet away. <laughs> steal her away. Uh, the grizzled young veterans are ready to take out <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher in the main event of this particular episode. Next, we get our first matchup of the evening, though, where Imperium, they're taking on Breezango. Barthel comes back in and grabs a Cobra Clutch, but Fandango kicks him away. A backdrop allows the hot tag off Tyler Breeze, who gets dropped with the clothesline. Breeze then grabs a small package, and out of nowhere, Breezango, they win over Imperium. Finally! (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) They deserve it. I love Breezango. I know you Love him so much. This was such a good match as well. This, Imperium is also so amazing. This was a weird match to me because it was like they had Tyler Breeze out here like, I don't know if he was botching on purpose or he just seemed like, yeah. oh, you know? Yeah. There was something. I was like, well, are you okay, baby? Right. <laughs> right. Um, but after the match, Imperium lays out Tyler Breeze and then late drapes the Imperium flag over the top of him. So if you watch AEW, this was similar to what Anthony Agogo did to Cody Rhodes, like three. Yeah. Weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, but there was no USA. USA can't <laughs> here. <laughs> Thank God. William Regal is breaking up a fight between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole backstage. 
and says that they can fight a great American bash. Until then, they need to pick their own opponents to fight next week. Joe comes in and, you know, he's there to, you know, do what he does and force to be the heavy. And that's yeah. when Adam Cole shoved Samoa Joe. Bad idea. Uh, yeah, Samoa Joe choked him out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I Yes, this is what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for him to choke a bitch out for so long. Yes! And I loved Adam Cole for yes! Yeah, he put his hands on him some more. Joe, like, look down on and just yoked him exactly. up. Exactly. Uh, it's like, hello, they just established he's not going to put his hands on you until he's provoked. Why did you provoke him? Like, you don't know what he does. <laughs> yes! Coquina uh, <laughs> cut that bitch! Yes! <laughs> with the fight broken up, Joe says that when Adam Cole wakes up, tell him Mr. Regal needs an answer in his office. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it! And Colorado was like, you know what? Noted. And he was just like, man, slowly backing up. Not gonna mess with that. That's right. Because he's smart. <laughs> he uh, saw that choke. I was like, I don't want no part. Right. Uh, like we had the discussion about alternative means a little bit ago. Uh-huh. I, I was watching the beginning of this episode through alternative means and I mm-hmm. saw the battery and I was just thinking, cause sometimes they have different commercials or they have, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, doodaddles that aren't a part of the normal show. So uh-huh. this battery charging thing, the first yeah. two times I saw it, I just thought mm-hmm. it was a part of the, uh, alternative means <laughs> feed. I didn't know there's anything going on. I missed it because, like, it's a I like I was looking down somewhere, so I I kept missing it until like it was at like the twenty one percent. I was just mm-hmm. like, what, what's happening here? <laughs> Why is there a battery? Exactly, right. So hmm, some people were saying maybe it's Keegan Knox. So we'll see. I had a um very interesting thing about that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Tell me. My goal is to have Dakota Kai be the NXT mm-hmm. champion at yes. some point before Agreed. she either retires or gets hurt or moves up to the main roster, right? Agreed. So my booking idea was mm-hmm. that Raquel just beat Ember. Mm-hmm. We'll find out that Io Shirai is going down a different road it looks like now. Yeah. There's not really a true contender. Mm-hmm. So Raquel comes out. She issues an open challenge. Mm-hmm. The open challenge gets answered by Tegan Knox. Ooh. Tegan Knox beats Raquel Gonzalez and is your, <gasps> is your champion, right? Mm-hmm. Well, through, you know, all the years of NXT, there's mm-hmm. only one person who could rightfully say, I need this first title shot. And that yeah. was Dakota Kai with all their history. Uh huh. Dakota Kai, Tegan's a transitional champion. She has it for the, mm-hmm. month, the six weeks or whatever. Uh huh. They have their match. And then Dakota Kai becomes your NXT women's champion. Book it. Yep. Gimme. Now this because was, Dakota Kai needs to be a champion. Because yes. god damn it. This was before I knew, I haven't heard, I didn't hear a rumor that, you know, that was supposed that may be Tegan. I just uh-huh. I, I've been having that scenario in my head. Like I don't want her and Raquel to necessarily turn and she have to get a title match that way. Yeah. I'd rather her stay in this heelish mode. But we just bring her someone that she has some history with, so it's a natural match. And Tegan Knox yeah. is the only person. Yep, I agree. Uh, we see Santos Escobar in the back. He does not like Bronson Reed putting him through a wall. Reed has revealed a weakness, but now it is going to be one-on-one. He says this time he'll pick Reed up and let Gravity do the rest on the way to the title. Woo! I see. I like it. Koshida versus Trey Baxter for the Cruiserweight title. Baxter hits a handspring kick to the face. 
Baxter is back with the Spanish fly into a springboard 450 for a two count. The head up top with Koshida hitting a super flying armbar, setting up for the hoverboard lock, and Trey Baxter has to tap out. This is a good match. I like this like open challenge thing with Kushida because it allows us to see more cruiserweights and like be introduced to newer people, and it's a lot of like fresh matchups. And Kushida's just he's just great. And this kid, very very good. I really enjoyed this match a lot. It was really fun. Kushida has definitely elevated himself in the past year during the pandemic. I think that maybe being able to wrestle with no fans and kind of, and also being able to just work with nothing to do, but work on your craft. Yeah. Definitely gotten him to the level that he was at in new Japan. And it should be fun going forward, seeing the different matchups and, and contenders that uh, come about. Um, so during this match, Kyle O'Reilly kind of comes out and he's watching mm-hmm. the match and everybody's kind of like, what are you doing here, homie? Right. So <laughs> respectfully, he waits till the match is over and then he gets in the ring and he challenges Kushida to the, for a title match, for a cruiserweight title match. And that's going to take place next week. That's going to be, ooh, that's going to be great. Delicious. I can't wait. Uh, Frankie Monet says she's going to be in in ring action next week, but she goes over to Jesse Kamea and Aaliyah saying they would have won their most recent match if Robert Stone hadn't got involved. That's when Ooh. Robert Stone comes in and Frankie Monet says the team would have won if they had listened to Stone just a little bit more. Mm. Discord. She's sowing seeds. Mercedes Martinez talks about how she got taken down by Tian Sha, but she isn't going to be held down. If Boa wants to come after her, come come get her. She and Zia Lee are one-on-one, so come on for round three. Woo! Yes. I love it. Ted DiBiase. I love Mercedes, like, talking shit. Love it. Oh, yeah, it's so natural. <laughs> it is. And it's the, it's the camera angle, too. She'd just be looking down and just talking mad shit. I was like, yes, here for it. <laughs> Ted DiBiase <laughs> is here to present the million dollar title to LA Knight. DiBiase shows us a video on LA Knight who arrives in a rather nice car. Knight comes to the ring and loads up, let me talk to you, but he cuts himself <laughs> off. Instead, he would rather talk to, to Ted DiBiase because it is rare that you get to meet your heroes. LA Knight says he watched DiBiase growing up. And he always wanted to be Ted DiBiase when they were pulling wrestling, when they were wrestling in their backyard. He needed DiBiase here tonight just to thank him and they shake hands. He says it would be the honor of Knight's life to have DiBiase officially crown him the million dollar champion. So DiBiase puts the title on Cameron Knight's or LA Knight's shoulder and then they take turns laughing. The fans still want Cameron Grimes, but Knight says he has everything that he wants. Now it's time to get rid of everything he doesn't need. And he knocked down Ted DiBiase. (laughs) So Q Cameron Grimes coming through. Uh, Knight shouts, LA Knight shouts out that this is his title. And now he is the only true million dollar champion. That's when Cameron Grimes made the save and he cleared the ring out. Um, Yeah, so to the moon. To the moon. Mm. To the moon. Yep. Officially a baby face now. Yep. I should have known that sincerity was a bunch of bullshit. I was like, Because mm. he was like, no, I was just like, mm. I don't know. I don't know. And I should have seen. I was like, not this old man. Why would you do this? He's so old. He gave you a million dollar title. How dare you? <laughs> I like this segment, though. This is great. <laughs> yeah, man. I hear abusing senior citizens and stuff mm. what that's how you get heat <laughs> <laughs> that is true what is <laughs> LA night man mm. he doesn't care about old people no he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are ready to get the tag team titles back uh, the mysterious battery that is charging is now at 11% so Dakota Kai and, Rachel Go- and Raquel Gonzalez take on little team sunshine oh Casey Cancesaro, Caden Carter, they're back together again. 
Casey Cancenzaro, last time we saw her, she got injured uh, yeah. during the Dusty Classic. So now they're back as a tag team. Uh, I hate my little green eyed bandit had to get sacrificed in this match. Uh, everything yeah. breaks down again, and Cancenzaro's Hurricane Rana off the apron sends Gonzalez face first onto the apron. Back in, a neck breaker 450 combination gets a two on Dakota Kai while Gonzalez made the save. Caden Carter is sent hard to the barricade. And the GTK finishes Casey Cantanzaro. This was a really, really good match. I enjoyed this a lot. It was so good. I was so hard hitting. I really love how like well um, Casey and Casey <laughs> work together. Like they their tag team moves are so good. And also Raquel and Dakota also so good as a tag team. I really enjoyed this a lot. That's why. Caden looked thicker than ever, and I was like, yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's great. She, she, she's awesome. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ever-Rise, they aren't happy with Hit Row breaking, <laughs> breaking their house, the set, on uh, TakeOver, the kickoff show, but they have it rebuilt. Oh, they're so funny. <laughs> they're so hilarious. I'm not even going to call you DGYB anymore. You're ever rise now. You oh. built your name. Here is Io. Oh, I love them. Io Shirai is here to say that she's back. Yes. Looking very good in her red leather pants. Uh, she says that her Thank next you. target is, and here comes Candice LeRae to interrupt. Candice talks about Ooh. how she is no longer an uncrowned champion, and Io Shirai picked the wrong time to come back. Indy Hartwell then jumps uh, EO from behind, and the beating is on. The announcer's table is loaded up with drinks, but here is Zoe Starks to make the save. Woo! This is good. I was so glad to see my EO back. I was like, ooh, taxi? Hmm. Interesting. I like it. <laughs> this was fun. I love a good wrestler's save. <laughs> I do. Uh, so Indy Hartwell then jumps EO from behind. Oh, I really mm. like the fact that Zoe Stark came down there to help her. Yeah. Even though we thought this was got to be like, you know, uh, hellacious mm-hmm. beatdown. Yeah, Indy yeah was, I did. <laughs> Indy was setting up for like uh, Pretty Savage, but like mm-hmm. um, off the turnbuckles onto the table and then Zoe Stark down. People were like, real savage. People were like that. It was like, who was that? Tony Storm? I was like, no, those pockets no. are too close together on those jeans for it to be Tony Storm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she's not thick enough to be Tony. Come on, guys. Different uh, white woman. William Regal and Samoa Joe are leaving out of the arena, but are asked about how they feel, to, how they felt the night has gone. Regal is cut off as we jump to MSK eating popcorn as Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher are on their way to the ring. Thatcher comes back and angrily steals some of their popcorn. <laughs> the Diamond Run is opening next week per the NXT television show. Um, <laughs> William Regal and Samoa Joe are trying to give an update on the evening when the way comes in uh, to mock the Joe, Joe, Joe chance. They're glad he's here, but Samoa Joe tells them to get out. Pete Dunn comes in for a heck of a stare down with Samoa Joe. Uh, yeah, I think that's the match that everybody kind of wants to see selfishly. Pete Dunn versus mm-hmm. Samoa Joe. One yes. on one. Oh um, my God. <laughs> so many matches that they're teasing. Samoa Joe versus Kaden Carr. Samoa Joe versus Pete Dunn. Samoa Joe. Adam Cole, Samoa Joe, Johnny Gargano. That, oh, I'm not going to get it probably. But they're teasing it, and I want them all. I want all of them. Check them all out. Main event of the evening time. Tommaso Ciampa, Timothy Thatcher, taking on the grizzled young veterans. This is a tornado tag team match. Ciampa's on the floor. And uh, they tried to put him through the table, but they used mm. the, like, the top of the table instead of the floor. Yeah. And, like, Oof. crashed him through that. Uh, Ciampa is back up with the air raid crash to drop Gibson onto the table. 
It didn't break, though. <laughs> Those tables are sturdy. Back in, we get some hard slaps to set up the angel's wings into an ankle lock armbar combination. And Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher are your winners. Oh, poor Grizzly Young Gretchen. They can't ever win nothing. What's going on? Do my man's so dirty. Oh, but I love the passion. (laughs) I do. I enjoyed them a lot, and they're so good, but they, why can't they ever win nothing? God damn it. This is a good match, though. I enjoyed this a lot. Yeah. Again, Timothy Thatcher, just he just loves just, like, pe- putting people through pain. He just looks so joyful <laughs> to just be hurting people. My God. <sighs> and Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa work well together. Surprisingly, they do have mm-hmm. a lot of good chemistry. Yeah. Um, they were re- hanging step for step with the Grizzled Young Veterans who have at least been together for two and a half years, almost three now. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this was a high, high, highly enjoyable episode of NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. With Samoa Joe, of course, being the biggest star of them all uh, in yeah. his return. Um, things are going to be a lot of fun with him being Regal's heavy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when he thinks the situation may be tense, mm-hmm. Joe's going to be able to, you know, step in there and, and calm everybody down. Right. Yeah. Pull on Regal's blood pressure can relax now. Right, right, right. <laughs> the, the, you know, the the GM enforcer, the enforcement mm-hmm. of all the rules. Um, so yeah, I, I see a lot of people uh, taking heed of what happened to Adam Cole and not yeah. putting their hands on some Joe. Exactly. <laughs> so Just being real careful. Yeah, so they don't get yoked out at the drop exactly. of the hat. Um, Social distancing up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that's definitely the highlight of the night with Samoa Joe coming back, returning, and having that thread throughout the show with him helping Regal deal with the chaos that is still very evident and prevalent uh, yeah. backstage. But, you know, we, we have somebody who can actually, you know, put some intimidation into some of these people. So I think some of that will cease in the near mm. future. Uh, or maybe not, because, you know, maybe people not. like to test their, their boundaries. <laughs> right. Well, we'll see what happens with the women. (laughs) (laughs) He's so strong. He's just probably going to, like, put their hands on his forehead, and they'll just swing, and they can't do anything because they can't reach. (laughs) Grab them by the waist and lift them up off the ground. Right. Like, relax. Yeah, just do a quick 180, and then, (laughs) you know, he's not going to let them get by him. So, yeah, that'll be that. Highly enjoyable episode of NXT coming off that takeover. Yeah. Sometimes the ones after the takeover are kind of lully. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want to set up anything too soon for the next show. But yeah, uh, this, this was, is great. Yeah, this was not the case. We had a lot of things set up uh, right after the takeover, which is uh, kind of rare. So we have a you know some of the a lot of feuds already taking shape, and we still got until August, until the next takeover. So should be some good stories, good matches. Just all in all, a very good product put out by NXT this week. Yes, it was. It was real. Oh, I enjoyed this show so much. As soon as his music hit, I was like, it's a ball game. Even when Regal came out all emotional and crying, I was like, Regal, don't you dare. Don't you do it, Regal. God damn it, don't quit. And then, oh, so good. I'm so happy that Samoa Joe is at because y'all heard my rant <laughs> when he got released. I was pissed. And now I am overjoyed. Vince McMahon, you're maybe one-fifth less of a raggedy bitch. But I still got my eyes on you. <laughs> still got my eyes. But this was a great show. Love the storylines they're setting up. Love like this new dynamic of Samoa Joe coming in, like how that's gonna shake everything up. I'm very, very, very excited. Cannot wait. Very good show. 
Thank you to everybody who used the hashtag NSTCast each and every week to share the commentary with color on the program. Uh, always a lot of fun interacting with everybody, reading the various tweets, seeing people's thoughts, uh, loving the fact that Samoa Joe is back, loving that Karrion Cross got sunned for like the third week in a row uh, yep. on the microphone. Um, uh, hopefully he'll be... Everyone will be pleased uh, with the outcome of the next challenger. I guess we got to find a new challenger uh, for mm. uh, Mr. Cross. Oh, uh, God. Yes. So we we got to build a feud unless they're going to eventually give us Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross, which should only result mm. in one outcome. Yep. <laughs> so at this time, Miss Simi, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the WrestleCast family. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to you guys in the hashtags. Love reading your commentary. Love seeing how overjoyed you were with Samoa Joe coming back just like I was. Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. And happy Pride. I know it's like two weeks until it's over, but goddamn it, happy Pride. <laughs> Well, thank you, Miss Simi, once again for joining me here on the NXT cast. Uh, I'd like to give you a big shout out as well as Mo to the underscore Reese, Miss Jade to the Max, uh, Miss Didi Jonay, Sam and Greg, Shallon Shogun, MA, um, Anwar Starwin, Terry's Boy, uh, Dwayne, uh, Madame Lizette, Miss Jupiter Julep, Miss V, Miss um, Laura Singh, Miss Anisi. The Wrestle Bays, the ladies of gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast. We definitely appreciate y'all each and every week. Um, go over to the Patreon page where you can hear me and Miss Simi talk about AEW Dynamite each and every week. Patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media as we talk about all things AEW there and also recap a bunch of things that happened. Uh, SmackDown, uh, the Naomi situation with Miss Simi, so you can hear her go on. Uh, her <laughs> rants that a lot of people are here for on this show. Uh, yeah, they're always over there on the AEW show. So become a patron if that is a main reason that you listen to this episode. And yeah, you'll hear some epic rants in the dark match. Um, again, shout out to everybody who rocks with the CSPN, everybody who has joined our Twitter spaces and commented or listened. Uh, it was, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you to Mota the underscore recent Miss Six Foot Apple for being our feedback uh, last yes. week as we tried a, a little different format. We recorded the show live and then took some uh, feedback from the listeners uh, that were on the Twitter spaces listening to the podcast. So uh, we'll try to do that uh, at least maybe for the go home show and maybe for the next takeover afterwards. We may try to let you guys get on and give us some of your commentary with color but yeah uh, yeah it's a good experiment it was uh it worked really well and uh so everything kind of went off the way I, I was hoping it would so i had a pleasant ex pleasant experience uh recording the show live through twitter spaces and we'll definitely be doing it again um just remember to support the sponsors over on cspn.us click the tab that says keep our podcast free uh, do some shopping with Amazon and some of your purchase will come back here to the CSPN to keep all of our shows on a network free each and every week. So at this time, Miss Simi, it's time for us to do what we normally do at this time. Mm -hmm. Let's bid everybody adieu. So for my co-host, Miss Simi, I'm your host, mm -hmm. Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT cast. So please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye-bye. See you in the hashtags. Her and I always knew this day would come. We just didn't know when. But the moment we heard all that, we had to come out here to see it and feel it for ourselves. Are you crying, Mr. Regal?
you are completely pathetic. You know, one week ago I told you, you lost control of this roster and you knew what I was saying was true. I saw it in your eyes. And then at NXT TakeOver, when I punched a hole through the Mount Rushmore of NXT, you knew that I could control this place through chaos and violence. And now we're here. And I want you to say it. I want you to tell these people that you're leaving. And then I want you to walk your ass up that aisle and never come back. Say it. Say that Cross was right. Say it. Say Cross cookies. We ain't got all night, Mr. Regal. Tick. Mr. Regal, I believe you wanted to speak with me. I did, Joe, but not in these circumstances. It was for talk later, but you're here. And I, because of my love for NXT, I think everybody deserves a general manager that can hold the position with the integrity and the respect that it deserves. And so I would like you to be the new general manager of NXT. Joe, I am no longer able to keep this up. I have put too much of my life Regal, Regal, please, please, please. I can say without a shadow of a doubt, my answer is absolutely not. You see, I've always understood that I made your life hell while I was here, but I always afforded you respect. And with that being said, I would be more than happy to ensure that you receive the respect that you deserve from everybody. But if that is something that I'm willing to do, Joe, there's some conditions. Number one, you cannot be a competitor. Number two, you cannot lay a hand on anyone. Unless provoked. Mr. Regal, I accept your offer. Which only leaves one more question to be answered, and that's what are you still doing in this ring?